Welcome to Building an Eternal Business with Kristen Vance. As a Christian, a wife and mother, a creative entrepreneur, and a top leader of a million-dollar team, Kristen Vance sets out to successfully merge Christian faith with building a lasting business. Join her as she dives deep into leadership, team growth, sales techniques, and foundations of the Christian faith meant to change our mindset from the here and now to an eternal perspective. Let's jump right in with your host, Kristen Vance. Hey, y'all. I hope you're having a very blessed day. Today's podcast episode is going to be a little bit different. So I was talking to many of my leaders a couple weeks back, and we were just talking about a lot of personal stuff and how there's so much heaviness going on just around us with teammates and our own lives in the world. And it seems like every time I was turning around, I was hearing of another teammate who, you know, lost a loved one to an illness or was going through some really deep, dark times, depression, anxiety, just lots of things that people are struggling with and dealing with. And so I was really thinking like, how can we be a light? How can we serve others beyond just saying, we're praying for you? And One of the things that me and many other teammates decided to do was to have a day of prayer for our team. And so basically every hour on the hour, starting from 9 in the morning till 6 p.m., somebody from our team was praying over a particular topic, whether it was illness, loss of a loved one, our kiddos, our business, our company. It was really, really awesome, and I encourage you Um, if there's something you feel pressed upon your heart to do it because it has already served such a blessing to so many teammates. So I will be doing my live and talking about trusting in God and saying a prayer over our faith and our trust in God, just being strengthened. So I'm going to share a little message and just thought I would record it because I just think this would be a really great devotional piece, something Super short, that's not going to take too much of time of your day, but hopefully will bless you. So as always, I'd love for you to leave a review if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe and share with a friend. Hope this podcast episode blesses you. Really quickly today about trusting in God, because I think it's really easy to say, and to post wonderful graphics and images and scriptures and quotes about trusting in God and how our faith is in God. But I had to ask myself this a long time ago when I first read this Bible study um, and this illustration I'm about to share with you guys. If I am truly trusting in God, or if this is just something we say, just kind of like, hey, I'm praying for you, but do we really pray for people? You know, oh, I trust in God, but do we really trust in God. Um, And so my question for you today, has anybody ever done a home renovation? So I actually, before direct sales, I did two different houses and completely flipped them upside down, did a complete renovation on these houses. And I absolutely loved it. Like I loved going into an old house that most people saw as junky or just destruction it's ruined and I loved seeing it turned around into something really beautiful. And so I used to do this and I absolutely loved it. Now I did not do the work myself. I hired contractors because to be honest, 
I know nothing about tearing down walls, putting in floors, all of that stuff. I mean, I can paint and that's about it. So I entrusted contractors to come in and do the demolishing and the rebuilding of everything. And, um, and I know renovations are really popular now. If you like go on Instagram uh, right now, it's RVs. Okay. Like I feel like I need to get an RV and I need to completely, uh, redo it because, um, I'm watching a lot of people do this with RVs now. And I think it's so cool. Um, and they're turning out really pretty. We've got several teammates who are doing this as well. But anyways, if you've ever remodeled a room or completely done a house or an RV or whatever it is, you're gonna kind of understand this illustration a little bit better. But I hired contractors to do it because like I said, I was not skilled in this area. And never once did I go in on demo day, because there's a demo day, right? Like everything has to be torn down before it can be built back up. And never did I go in on demo day and try to take control over the things that were happening, right? Like I entrusted the contractor. He knows what he's doing. He knows that he's got to tear things down and it's going to look really messy before the end result, before it's going to look beautiful, before we get to the finished project. You know, and on demo day, there was times that I was there and they're tearing down walls and they're pulling up floors and they're tearing down wallpaper and they're doing all this stuff. And never once did I run in there and go, give me that hammer, give me that drill, I need to patch up what you're doing because you're tearing things down and I'm not trusting this process, right? Like I completely trusted the contractors. Hey, go in, tear down what needs to be torn down, build up what needs to be built up because you know what you're doing. And I related this to my relationship with God and my trust in God. Am I fully giving him control over the sledgehammer of my life and allowing him to tear down in my life what needs to be torn down? Because a lot of times we're like, Lord, build up. Give me more friends. Give me more prosperity, whatever. Give me more success. Give me more money. Like you can do all those things, but do we allow God to go in in our lives with a sledgehammer and tear down and take away things that need to be taken down? And the truth is, if we want to be honest with ourselves, we don't trust God in that area of our lives. We're like, nah, uh I'm going to take control. Give me that sledgehammer. When in reality, we have no idea what we're doing. He's a much better contractor than we are, right? He sees the big picture. He knows the final results, but yet we're not giving him full control over that. And I want to share really quick before I jump into the prayer, um, the story of Job. If you've not heard this story, it's very interesting story. And I oftentimes, when I think of adversity, when I think of suffering, when I think of those things, my mind automatically goes to Job. There's many people who walk through adversity and suffering in the Bible, but Job, I immediately go to because Job lost everything. And a lot of times in our little Christian bubble and Christian world, we can think that, oh, if you're going through suffering or adversity, it must be something that you did. It must be self-induced. And that's not the truth. Now, a lot of times we can go through rough things because of our own wrongdoings and our consequences of our actions. But in this case, it says on Job um, chapter 1, verse 1, it says, This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He was a righteous man, 
right? He was following God's word and yet he had everything. And when I say everything, y'all, he had everything stripped away from him. He had his cattle, his house, his kids, even his wife basically cursed him and said like, you know, you're, you're no good to me. I mean, he literally lost everything. And I think this is really amazing. His response He fell to the ground and worshiped it, and he said, and this is in verse 21, Naked I came from my mother's womb, naked I will depart, meaning I have come into this world with nothing, and I'm leaving this world with nothing. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Basically, the Lord took everything away, but guess what? I came into this world with nothing. It was not mine to have. It was not mine to claim. So if the Lord wants to take it away, thy will be done. If the Lord wants to add it in my life, thy will be done. But I will praise you no matter what. It's not just God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. It's easy to praise him in those situations. It's what about in the times of suffering? And if we can be honest with ourselves, you guys, how many of y'all are going through times of suffering right now in adversity? Maybe not even personally, but turn, I mean, I'm not advising you to turn on the news, but if you turn on the news, it's everywhere. It's all around us. There's so much hate. There's so much suffering. There's so much evil. There's so much adversity. There's so much going on in this world, even if not personally. But then you add in the things that are happening to you personally. Maybe your loved ones are getting sick. Maybe you're getting sick. Maybe you've lost loved ones. Maybe you've lost your job. Whatever that is for you, the suffering you are walking through, are we truly trusting God in it? And I know it's hard. Are we truly trusting God in it and saying, you know what, naked I came into this world, (laughs) naked I will leave. Good or bad, thy will be done. It is yours. And I can honestly tell myself when I ask myself that question, am I truly trusting God? Oh yeah, I trust him when things are going well. But when things are going bad and he's, got that sledgehammer and he's tearing down things in my life and he's taking things away. Am I trusting him? Because you have to do that. If you go back to home renovations, those things must be torn down. Things must be removed in order for that growth and that final beautiful project to be finished and to be complete. And that's exactly what he does in our lives. A lot of times there's a lesson in the suffering or there's a reason behind it. And we may not know it. You know what? Job did not know the reason for his suffering. I don't know that he ever did. But yet he still trusted God in the process. So today I want to pray over just our trust in the Lord that it can be so strong that we're like, God, here's the sledgehammer. And you just go to town and you do what you need to do in my life. You do what you need to do in this world to enhance your kingdom, for your purpose, for your will. And I pray that we have that kind of trust in the Lord, that kind of faith in the Lord to say, tear down what needs to be torn down and build up what needs to be built up. So I'm going to pray over us this morning for this specific area. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the men and the women that you have brought on this video, Father. I pray over their hearts. I pray over their lives, Father God. I pray that peace and comfort and protection and all those things, God, that you provide, that you will just fill them with, Father God. In these moments of adversity and suffering, that you just cover us with your peace that passes all understanding 
that we know that you are in full control, not just when things are going our way, not just when business is good, not just when life is good and we're all healthy, but that we trust you, God, with our lives, even when things don't seem to make sense, even when things don't add up, even when we have no understanding of what's going on, Father God, that we fully entrust in you and we have faith in what you're doing, Father. Specifically, I want to pray over our trust in our kids' lives, Father God, as we sent our kids off to school this year, that we trust in your protection over them. We trust that they are in the right place where they can be used by you, Father God. We trust in your protection over them, Father God. God, we trust you with our businesses, no matter what that looks like, whether it's a straight shot, whether it's fast-paced, slow-paced, anything in between, Father God, we trust you. And we are just called to be obedient and to trust you with whatever outcome happens, Father. We trust you with the season of life that we're in, Father. Good or bad, anything in between as well, Father God, we trust you that you see the big picture, that we are not alone, that you are walking alongside of us and we hold tight to that and we draw closer to you because of that. God, we trust you when hate is all around us, when adversity is surrounding us, Father God. We trust that you are in control. God, when we are being persecuted, if you're, if, when we're being ridiculed, when we're being mocked, Father God, for our faith in you, Father, that we trust in you. We trust in your plan. We trust in the purpose you have for our lives. And we continue to walk in obedience because our trust is so strong. And God, just in general, when the world is falling apart around us, when we're walking through depression and anxiety and heaviness and discomfort, Father God, that we just lay it at your feet, knowing that we don't have to carry it. We don't have to figure it out. We just turn to you and trust in you and know that you are going to provide and remind us, Father God, that this earthly home is not our forever home. This is our stopping ground, Father God. This is temporary. And we have an eternal home waiting for us, Father God. And so we trust in your promises, Father God. We trust in what you have for us. And we're going to be obedient with our time here on earth, Father God. And obedient to reaching out to the lost. Being obedient to reaching out to those who need to hear your name despite what we ourselves are going through. God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your son. I thank you that he died on the cross for us. I thank you for his grace. My goodness, we need it 10 times over. And I just thank you for the love that you continue to show us and pour into us. I thank you for the people that you brought to this prayer and that got to hear this message today, Father God, that it actually moves them and changes them and gets them a little bit closer to you, Father God. I thank you for all of this. In your precious name we pray. Amen.